0: Welcome back to System and Disturbia, Season 6, Episode 0. This is Brent.
1: I'm Jonathan.
2: And I'm a piece of lettuce. <laughs> you Are you right by my...
1: Covered in fucking motor oil, too.
2: Yeah, yeah, covered in motor oil. <laughs> covered in motor oil.
0: <laughs> For dinner, I was eating a salad and two salads.
1: He ran out two of dressing, salads. so he went wow. out to his two garage. Sales. I had Went out to the venegris, garage, and I, like, got some oil, slapped it on my lettuce leaf. Accidentally,
0: all over myself. And... That's what she said. <laughs> oh, that was, <laughs>
2: <laughs> was pretty good. It's weird. Uh, <laughs>
0: But anyways, you know, I was like, oh no, it's gonna stain, and then, you know, Jathan was like, what kind of vinaigrette is that? And I was like, oh, it's balsamic. It's like, yeah. I was like, it's basically motor oil. And you know, long story short, too late. I apparently was eating salad with motor oil. But yeah, tonight I had planned on talking about how user mappings and so, modes actually work.
2: Yes, tell us.
0: Well, I'll tell you during the topic. Well, sure, absolutely. But, you know, I've, I've, we've we like, briefly touched upon it before, and it's a topic that we've definitely said that you need to know,
2: but we've right. never, never really
0: talked about
1: it. so... 777-good-600-bad. No! 600, bad.
0: no. Not 777. Okay, so... That
2: being said, actually, how was how were you guys hiatus? Did you have a hiatus? Me. I had a great hiatus. Was that like Mine a was fantastic? Was that like a cop tease, paid in?
0: Because it felt like I was about to jump right into your segment, and I was like, no, we got we got time for bands. Well,
1: you, yeah. you didn't even yeah. literally do anything you're supposed to do.
2: Yeah, we haven't talked about anything that we normally talk about.
1: Like yeah, what? you didn't ask me what I was drinking.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys! Oh right. my god. god. It's been way too long. You are, are so rusty at this. I am. It's almost like we shouldn't take a break over the holidays.
1: <laughs> Fuck that joke. It's
2: been way too busy. Okay, yeah, absolutely. sorry. Uh, that's, fine. that's fine.
0: Don't be sorry. We don't, usually don't a if I remember sorry. this correctly, we give some bants before
1: the drinks. We give some bants. Is we that bands. right? We well, we just bed. generally talk about life. Yeah. Well, which you kind of did start doing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what's, what's your hiatus been with, guys?
1: Well, I started, you know, my new job right before the hiatus.
2: Tell us where you start work. Where? Yeah, where you work.
1: Same place I end in my bed. What? What? Well, uh, I don't go anywhere.
2: Okay. All right. Anyway, carry on. I see. you Yeah.
1: yeah I, got it. I don't know if I'm ready to say. Yeah. It's a weird time for reasons. But basically, I got hired at a place that was bought by another place like a month after I started working there. And I knew this was happening when I accepted the job and everything, but because of that,
2: yeah, yeah, they knew. (laughs) know. they know? That would be be interesting. (laughs) Did you guys know you're about to be merged with? uh... Oh yeah, so here's the interesting thing (laughs) is
1: you guys can still hear me.
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: But my screen is completely frozen.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well, it's good. Are you still recording? To. I have no
1: idea if I'm recording. I can't, I mean, maybe. How would I know that if my screen's frozen? I have no idea what the fuck's going on in my laptop.
0: That's a good idea. Just, it sounds like you need to reboot. There. Wait, is it Windows or Linux? It's Linux. Alright, switch over to uh, like an actual TTY, like Control F1 or
1: whatever. If I do that, is it gonna kill Audacity? It ought not. to.
0: It, ought not. it, it ought-
1: is also not letting me do that.
2: So yeah. Anyway, so I gotta so,
1: obviously uh, figure out what's going on with my. You
2: know what you should probably do is check your heat spreader, your heat pipe there, and make sure it's not uh, you know letting your system overheat.
1: Guys,
0: my AIO died. What? Yeah. Just now. Is... No, no, not now. But like over the. Oh. What's
2: AIO? Oh, it's all in one, one? Yeah. Radiator thing.
0: It's basically when, like when... a self enclosed water cooling.
2: When did it die? Over the oh, holiday? Like maybe a week ago. Oh, shit. Maybe a a new one more... that you just got? New no, one no, 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 no. The new oh, one's
0: well. running fine, but...
2: Oh, okay.
0: I was... Yeah, you were... You guys heard about it in Discord. Probably,
2: yeah, yeah. For those who... Hey, we have a hey, Discord. We have a Discord,
0: have a
1: Discord yeah. Join us. There's a... a I mean, I took, like, a hard break from Discord. Yet. Yeah, you did. I've just been completely off the grid. Mm-hmm. What Which were you is doing?
2: fine. Which is fine. I mean,
1: that's the thing, so... Yeah. Heroin. It was heroin wasn't it? Mean, I didn't Rag. get to talk about this because, Meth. you know, I. I talked about this disconnected but yeah, my hiatus. I mean, I started a new job mm-hmm. and we didn't get to really travel because of COVID.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So it was like a weird year. Like, nothing was quite right. I argued with my family a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. That's normal, though, mm-hmm. every
2: year for everybody, though. So. I don't know. Uh.
1: It was just like, honestly, I hate going home for the holidays mm-hmm. because. You know, every time I come home, it's, like, the one time a year. So it's, like, two weeks of, like, hard and fast, like, have to go do everything, see everyone. And I hate it. Mm-hmm. But, and this year, I was, like, I'm finally going to get a break from doing that. Like, the first year I'm ever going to miss Christmas, I'm not going to have to deal with it. And, honestly, it was worse. Because really? everyone just expected, like, oh, dude, all day on Christmas, like, when are we going to Zoom? When are we going to call? Whatever. And it's, like, I just want to fucking relax. Drink... Heavily alone, watch the fucking world go by. Like the exact thing that I didn't want to
2: happen. What about Kate? What about her? Did she drink? Well, you, you want
1: to be alone. No, I wasn't I wasn't really alone. I mean, she was here, but yeah, I mean it was the same thing, basically. Uh you know, I think she was more or less on board with just kind of hanging out, you know? Uh huh. So yeah. It was garbage. The whole hiatus was garbage. I already
2: hear that. That's,
1: that sucks. Uh, it's, I mean, it, it's fine. Starting a fucking new job is good.
2: It's a great I idea. Mean, it's the best idea you've ever had. Good, bad, and life, ugly. Right? Well, yeah. Whoa, I mean, whoa, I'm, I'm
1: more whoa. or less, more or less settled in there, learning as I go.
2: Well, let me ask you this: Is it the, doing the same kind of thing you're doing before? Is it storage admin stuff, or is it more sysadmin, or sysadmin, as sysadminy, or
1: operational? Yeah, so I'm an SRE by title.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah? Okay.
1: You know, we do a lot of stuff in the cloud. There is some on-premise infrastructure, Mm -hmm. but, you know, primarily cloud operations. I haven't gotten too much into that because, as you guys know, I really hate it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of nice because they, you know, I have to learn some, of course. Right. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, they're like, oh, cool, you're really good at Linux? Like... Well, we'll stand all the stuff up in Amazon and then give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm doing an awful lot with config management and that kind of thing.
0: What are you using for that? Salt stick. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Now that you've been able to actually use it in production for a while, do you enjoy it more than fuck you were using before? Puppet? Chef?
1: Well, I mean, I was using it at BioFrontiers. It sounded like it was kind of a transitionary thing, though. Well, it was, we still had some yeah, stuff yeah, on yeah, Puppet. Yeah. <laughs> Without exposing too much, let's just say if you could still consider it to be in a transition. Uh-huh. So, yeah. It's good. I mean, I like Salt Fine. I've also gotten to do some, like, random Python scripting and programming, which is cool. It's a good, good job so far. I mean, the one thing is, they're very, like, obviously there's things we have to get done. But they're very good about, like, okay, you have two things on your plate that, like, you have to do. Here's one. Like, you get to choose the third thing. Like, what do you want to do? That's weird. Well, no, I mean, I think it's a good thing because it keeps you doing stuff that you actually want to do, even though you're wading through bullshit at the same time, you know? Mm -hmm.
2: I guess. It's just, I guess it's a weird way of phrasing it or whatever. Sorry, I missed it. What, what was, what was weird? The way he was phrasing the, the work.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: That's all. It's still be good. Yeah,
1: I don't know what you're saying, but anyway. But you like it, right? Yeah, I mean, I really can't complain good so move. far. Mostly, I mean, the biggest thing, honest to God, is it's completely nine to five. So That's great. Five o'clock comes around. I close my laptop, turn it off. I don't have to think about anything. And they have, I'm doing air quotes here. They have on call, but I don't know why it's called on call because it basically just means there's one person who responds to incidents during nine to five. Oh,
0: yeah, I remember you saying that.
1: So it's not really on call unless you, like, walk away for lunch or something. Right. So that's just, I mean, amazing. And our team is large enough that, you know, at old Java is basically on 24-7. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm on call, like, once every six weeks. Mm. And it's not even on call, yeah, in my yeah. opinion.
2: You know, I'm on a similar setup. We're, we're on call during the day, the Unix team is. And we have no idea who schedules that or whatever and then i'll get a call from the support line they're like hey you're on call this week and i'm like who determined that <laughs> it's yeah. so it's so randomly so random like it's just i get this call to my desk phone and they're like hey you know this uh we got a server that's i'm like all right well why are you calling me well you're on call just call just call the group like yeah you know and it's so weird yeah because i mean like like you Jay thought i mean i'm 9 to 5 like i I don't do any, I do some work after hours, but I don't have any sort of like, hey, you need to go do this now kind of thing at Wednesday at midnight. Like, that's not a, that's not even remotely a thing for us. And that's, I think that's great personally. No on call is fantastic. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, it's hilarious because like the other day, it was Friday and someone was like having an issue right around yes. five o'clock with, resizing an ext 4 file system <laughs> okay which for me is just like oh okay let's do this and they yeah, just the they, they, they just felt so bad well we ended up not being able to oh
2: because there was not enough space in the vgs or what
1: in the vg no it's a long story okay
2: okay All right. we don't have time for that so it's fine
1: yeah but yeah and so i helped them and it was like 6 30 and they were like oh my god i feel so bad you worked until 6 30 on a friday and i was like you have no fucking idea like I'll work till fucking 6.30 every Friday if you let me sleep through the night. <laughs> like, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting because I'm in this weird place where like I'm I mean towards the end of, of my time at my other job and the end of last podcast season and shit I was just over it. Like yeah. I didn't want to fucking look at computers. Literally I was just,
2: definition of burnout sounds like.
1: Yeah know. I was. I was so fucking burnout. And so I'm finally now getting back to the point where, like, okay, I think I'm going to start doing, uh, like, I was doing my YouTube videos about
2: ZFS,
1: and, which, by the way, I've gotten some amazing people commenting on them, just like, this is the greatest thing ever, and I'm like, all I did was explain a very basic concept to you, so I think I'm going to keep making those, because people seem to be responding well.
2: It's good. Good job.
1: But, you know, I just, I was not in a place to even begin to fucking think about that, like, two months ago, because I was just, I wanted to fucking... Crawl. Patch my own skull. Yeah, I mean...
2: Yeah. I hear you, man. Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, God save the Queen. <laughs> On to the topic. I can't.
2: What the topic? We're wait, st- wait, 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 two, wait, 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 We still have Let's two other that. people to band about. We don't we don't have a queen. <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't know where
1: I live. <laughs> we do know where you I, live. You're in Colorado. I know that. One, two, three,
2: four, Main Street, any town, USA. Am I still in Colorado? Yes. Yes, you are. How do you know? We I know. literally know your, your mom IP. tells me every day.
1: You know my IP. Yeah.
2: You can
0: get it in you know you can get it in Bumble, right? Son of a bitch, he's on to me.
2: <laughs> Your mom tells me every day when we talk in our video chats. Yeah. He's he's on to me. I'm pretty sure we would have heard if you were moving too. Your IP is one two seven dot zero zero I mean I went
1: pretty fucking cold and dark and shit.
2: Yeah, okay, you didn't go that cold and dark. Yeah, you're still <laughs> you're still there. But yeah, no, just so
0: everyone knows, you can right-click. I think it, it may, re- might require admin privs, but you can just right-click on a user in Mumble and go to information, and boom, it has, their, it has their IP right
1: there. Well, I'm, maybe I'm using a VPN.
0: I doubt that.
1: I, I doubt that very
0: seriously. Because then that would... Introduce jitter? Affect, yeah, it would affect your Bumble your bullshit.
2: Your UDP packets would be severely delayed by a VPN. Yeah.
0: VPN.
2: Not as much as TCP, granted, but... but. It still. Would still happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Reminds me of the guy who asked if he could do if he could do VoIP over a four G connection, and I said, "Well,
0: yes." It's like technically it you can,
2: or two possibly. And he's like, "Okay," as like a backup. Yes, as a backup. Yes, but as your primary, no. no. <laughs>
0: yeah. That would, that would <laughs> not be fun. <laughs> Please don't. Well, I can tell you, I don't have a whole lot of bands as far as what I did over the break, the hiatus, because I didn't do anything. I worked. I mean, I we did some like, like home me. improvement <laughs> stuff, and you know, yesterday I spent the whole day shoveling snow, which was bullshit. But
2: I have a neighbor who has a snowblower, and yeah. Sure do I. Yeah, and, but like, and, and snowblowed my driveway. I was I like, oh
0: yeah, because I feel like a mooch.
2: I didn't even ask. I didn't even ask. I have a it. snowblower.
0: It just wasn't powerful enough for the sixteen whatever inches we got. Because I'm up in the. Is that it sounds how like we need a better was, one. Was yeah, it does. Inches? Yeah. But they're super expensive, so I'm gonna hold off on that. Cause like it doesn't snow like that every year up here, too. No, it you know? doesn't. So I thought I would be fine, and then go lo and behold, this is the year where we get another fucking shit storm, like ninety three, so shit
2: storm. I snowstorm. have a coworker who bought a pickup truck, a Nissan Frontier, and he put a snowpile in front of it. I was like Alright. You, you, <laughs> you do you, bud You do you, bud. I guess that works.
0: You could do
2: that. I, I, sure. I mean, <laughs> You know, it's like tactically it works, but this this fucking snow was wet and heavy, man. Yeah. like it didn't start that at, It didn't start out
0: like that up here.
1: Sounds like you guys need to work out more.
2: Sounds like you need to shovel.
1: Nah. <laughs> Whatever, man.
0: So I'm at
2: the
1: corner of my
0: block, so I have two sidewalks I need to shovel.
2: I don't know. Thank God.
0: And then, and then Nina was like, "Hey, Bay, can you dig my car out?"
2: Oh.
1: And I
0: was like, "I'll." All right, I'll do it because I love you. You felt but
1: you felt obligated. Yeah, three
2: feet later, we're like, "Screw this!" I did it. I'll you carry know, you where you want to go.
0: I did it willingly, <laughs> but and you know, it's a good thing to do. Like that's why I filled the tank up before the snowstorm because I was like, "It's a good thing to do." Good job. But you know, like it didn't make it any any less unfun. So you know, when I came back in, I was aching because I'm an old dude. So popped a couple ibuprofen. and yeah. Yeah. You know, what are you like
1: sixty now? <laughs> I feel like I'm eighty. But no. I mean, my favorite part of every day is when I crawl into bed and start reading a book. So mm. you know, maybe should...
2: you become a go farmer, Jathan, or or like a librarian. Yeah. No,
1: I'd be the worst fucking librarian.
2: <laughs> Those are very low stress jobs. Librarians. People fucking
1: walk up to me at the desk like, oh, "Do you know where I can find?" No, fucking find it yourself.
2: Yeah. We have a system. It's called the Dewey Decimal. Figure it out. There are some libraries
0: that don't use the Dewey Decimal anymore.
2: I know, I saw that. Like, what the hell? What's wrong with you? people are weird. Mm -hmm. Well, are you done with your Bant route, or you got anything else?
0: No, that's it. I just, I didn't do a whole lot during the hiatus this time.
2: Yeah, I ran out of days. And then they're like, oh, hey, by the way, the 24th is a federal holiday. And I had no days, and so now I have a negative eight day balance. Well, I don't have a negative eight day balance. I started minus eight. Mm -hmm. so whatever but that was kind of a pain in the dick but you know whatever but uh technically i added a second ap to my third floor or second floor or i call it third floor second floor where the girls are and they said it improved their wi-fi so pretty happy about that ubiquity makes it so easy to do that you know you just plug it in and it's like found new ap do you want to adopt it yes okay here you go do do done and you know that's that's pretty much it just uh just trying to make sure my son actually studies when he studies when he's supposed to be in school and yeah that's that's about it. I have like if four I... laptops on my work desk over here, my workbench mm. desk behind me, all ThinkPads and I'm trying to see if I can recover a couple of them so I can, you know, just have whatever. And my four you're supposed to, huh?
1: Supposed Brent to and I are supposed to do the uh, Pine Book Challenge.
0: Ooh, that what challenge is that? Buy up all the parts and build one.
1: I mean, I think they come assembled. I don't even when, know. You are just gonna fuck you with can't them. can't get assembled you boats, it? but
0: they were sold out. So, I, what my plan was to just get all because I still sell all the parts. So, my plan was just to buy all the parts and then just put it together myself. Let's
2: do it. I How much is we, it?
1: We like a hundred bucks, I think. That's not bad. I think we need we need something fun like that in our lives. We do. I we need. We need to. We need a... I still am working on
0: the Golang rewrite of SSH Secure. I literally have one thing left. And that's, uh... Golang is
1: just so good that you are addicted? The... No. So you're dragging it out? No. He's addicted. I knew well, I it. haven't
0: had any time he for brawl He loves I Golang.
1: He literally has a gopher next to him right now. I can see it. I have a what? Uh, one of the little gophers. No. I, the Golang go. gopher. A stuffed one. I see it, dude. <laughs> you don't see it. You're, you're like, what, like... I right-clicked on your name, like... <laughs> I got your IP address, and now I can see it. Alright. That's some <laughs> bullshit, <Jay. laughs>
2: The assembled pine book is out of the eleven point six inch. Uh, pine book is out of stock and unavailable. They have the fourteen inch ones though, that are one ninety nine. Oh, those I are both out I of need stock of too. So never mind. Apparently, they don't have any uh, any any, avail- uh, any available at all. I don't know. We, we got to do
1: something like some weird hardware challenge thing. Hardware challenge. Well, they do. They,
2: they do have the uh, they do have the the cases, like you said though. So no, I just yeah. I, you know I think we need to do I don't know like write us at info at com to let us know what we should be doing.
1: Some kind of like, what's the craziest thing we can do with a pie, or like a... I don't know. I
2: watch airplanes with my pie.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't really have much else going on as far as what I did over the holiday. I mean, like I said, I worked. I worked. I didn't do much, because there wasn't much to do, because everybody was gone, but, you know. Apparently, we're taking over a lot of the spunk duties for our... Splunk team at work. So oh, I, I thought also, you said Spunk. I learn...
0: and I was yeah. like, Splunk? "What kind of a place do you work at? Yeah. Where they have spunks? You know
2: deals? where he works." Hey, hey! By the way, is it not safe for work if you work at a porn factory to have porn videos on? I digress. Anyway. And what if you're? Yeah, what if you're the guy
0: who has to like review YouTube videos that are flagged for right. inappropriate content?
2: Right. Is that NSFW? Oh my gosh!
0: I don't know. I
2: these don't are either. these
0: are the questions.
2: These are the questions. We want to know the answers to these questions. Write us at info at so or join our Discord and let us know. Yeah. <laughs> That's really <laughs> Like and subscribe. Because that is... That, Hit that, that bell. That is your work. So I don't <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm. I'm being ironic. So J what are you drinking?
1: Uh I can't tell you where I got it, but I'm drinking Yingling. You can't Where'd you
2: get it? Yeah, yeah, you
1: can't tell us where you got it?
2: Where'd you get uh, it? You
1: definitely can't buy it in Colorado. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, no so. shit. Where'd you get it? PA? <laughs> okay. What's wrong with that?
0: I don't know. Bleep that out. It,
1: no, no. Whatever. I don't think it's illegal to receive this it. Isn't, I think
2: the. Sh- this isn't I don't even think of the bandit where you can't carry cores across the state lines from Texas to Georgia. I mean, come on. Yeah, but you can't ship alcohol.
0: I don't think you can through USPS, but I, I think you're allowed to through
1: private couriers. No, UPS, FedEx, USPS, all for unless you're a certified shipper.
0: I thought they lifted that for private buyers for COVID. Did they not do that?
1: I don't think so, but I also can tell you that was, this is not a legit purchase.
0: Oh, I see. All right. Well, in that case, yeah, edit a cut that, bleep, bleep that out. Keep it in, but bleep it out.
2: Yeah,
1: whatever. I mean... It's not like you have any idea who sent it to me. Okay, it. Don't, don't bleep it you out. To ha-
2: UPS allows direct-to-consumer alcohol shipment mm-hmm. Yes, with a number of strict rules. So mm, you have to have a right. UPS account number. You have to have a signed alcohol shipping agreement. You have to okay, send. So have a license to ship alcohol. To you to permits to yeah. ship alcohol. You must follow the guidelines. That's uh-huh. UPS. Okay, so, USPS so is that's... like, screw you, eat a dick. You can't ship alcohol at all. FedEx is like, eh, just whatever. It's fine.
1: Mm. Yes, okay, so let me ask you two questions. Number one, do you think Pennsylvania allows people to ship alcohol? You can the most ship draconian ass place.
2: No, no, you can ship to Pennsylvania. Right. We can. cannot ship. You cannot ship to Utah. Didn't didn't Wolf <laughs> lift one of those restrictions during the lockdown? I don't fucking know. Who, there,
1: who even knows?
0: Like you can buy beer in gas stations now or something like that.
1: Okay, Arkansas. well, all right, Arkansas, L- whatever. No, Let's just no, assume I, I got it from a
2: and retailer. Worry, then. That's so weird.
0: Yeah, no, you, you're to you know snitches. Get stitches Snitches get stitches, that's right. That's right. So you don't need looking to at you. you don't need to rat out who you bought it from.
1: It was probably my favorite Christmas gift ever.
0: Okay, fair enough.
2: Oh, by the way, beaches. I just lost the game. You know, I feel like there's
0: some <laughs> No, you know what? We're just gonna move on. We're just gonna keep going
2: on. <laughs> don't don't guys, oh. don't here. say anything. <laughs>
1: As de facto pretend lawyer in this podcast, I'm gonna have Just to advise
0: you up. all that we're leaving this conversation topic to Just another one. Shut the one fuck now. up. Okay, but
1: but I can definitively nope. say, yeah, it, it was definitely not. wasn't wasn't okay.
2: Okay. okay. okay, all right, all right. All
1: right. All right.
2: Okay. Next, we'll teach you how to download where's. <laughs> I want to know about
1: the dark web. Someone take me there.
0: Wait, wait. It's
2: real wait, easy. Wait, wait. Just download Tor.
0: No, Japhan. Do you mean the dark net or the deep web? <laughs> Because they're two, the di- they're two web, different things. The deep net,
2: the deep net. That's where we want to go. The deep net. There's
0: the dark web. Technically, <laughs> is not a thing. Yeah, it is. No, it's
1: not. There's the dark net, but not the dark web. Whatever. I want to go to the place where you get all the stuff that you're not supposed to get. Well, you can Listen, do that I just on the dark. Be
2: like Sandra Bullock, you and can <laughs> have a fireplace going and order pizza. Okay, that's all I care about. You're... And then someone ships me a video game. That all, right, a all right, all right, painted
0: And there, pay it. if you go to Domino's.com... <laughs> I know, it's nice, right? <laughs> you know what was really bagging? When you could order Domino's Pizza from the command line.
2: Yes, yes. Can you do you that? You used
0: to be able yes, to, and then they got rid of their API, it. and then that command yeah, doesn't
2: work anymore. That.
1: It was like a Perl script or some shit. I wonder, though, if you could still do it through, like, Grubhub. They must have an API, right? So they don't. Know who
0: I contacted them. They do not. You contacted Grubhub? I literally contacted Grubhub. Granted, well, of this of was about a year
1: rude. ago. Would... Yeah, Grubhub so. is fucking terrible anyway, but...
0: yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I did contact them yeah. to see if I could, like, cron an order or something. But they're like, no. Every, like, every Wednesday at 9 p.m.
2: <laughs> no, cron. I know. I was saying they said, oh, what's yeah. cron? No, would I didn't. I didn't say cron. <laughs> you know, I, I contacted oh, okay, right. them
0: saying, hey, do you have a, a developer <laughs> API or something? <laughs> they don't. They must. They can no fucking way. Yahoo they don't. The
2: phone. What's, yeah. what's cron? <laughs> which, uh, would also, be food?
0: which would also might explain.
2: This is a Wendy's. Why server. a lot of the menus
0: are not <laughs> are always terrible. up to date? Because if they don't yeah. have an API, and like for the bigger restaurants, like for the small family-owned ones, like yeah, I, they're probably just lagging behind. But for the bigger ones, they don't have an in-house way of automatically managing that. You actually have to log into your Grubhub account and then change the menu, which is bullshit. Yeah. Right. Grubhub, don't. if you're listening, well, get an API in place.
2: Patch also, for, stop being a fucking terrible use, bunch of humans. Sure, sure that's it. A customer
1: <laughs> use, use sorry,
2: but hire people who actually give a shit. Yeah, have an API.
0: <laughs> get
1: a scrub hub on the deep net. Have, a,
0: have an API for customers <laughs> and
1: also for restaurants. Yeah, but here's a question: yeah. Would any restaurants have the know-how to use the API? Oh yeah,
0: I'm sure they I'm have sure. websites. I, absolutely.
1: You know? Yeah, but like big restaurants might have websites, but I'm talking like most. So, with wow. chains, some chains
0: are on Grubhub, right?
1: Like Subway. Oh.
0: Who God. cares about
2: Subway? Or I mean, two- yeah, Jimmy John's. Tuna,
1: Jimmy
0: John's. Is that better? Are you. Are Firehouse subs. No,
1: they're fucking. Jimmy John's guy is racist as fuck. Oh
2: Firehouse gosh. subs. Those are good guys. Sure. Those yeah, okay.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But I'm talking like <laughs> bigger chains, maybe.
2: Sure. Absolutely. But Firehouse yeah. isn't small. Uh, whatever. They're everywhere. Okay point being they're at least in Texas and PA machines, okay
0: big enough to hire developers for their website on salary uh-huh. are definitely uh-huh. big enough to benefit from an API and would know what an API is like that okay that's I wanna... what I'm saying you want to what uh, Never mind. I just want to be just able to down. order freaking pizza from the command line again I do too it was, it was so convenient stuff I got to do yeah. that for like two years after I found out about it and then they changed the the website and it hasn't worked since so I wonder, dude, the place? I wonder if I could write it with, like, beautiful soup or something and just scrape the Domino's website.
2: That would be awesome. Do but it. it's, uh, yeah. shows what happens. See, okay, so here's, I'd here's another, to, another idea I'd to I have. I'd have to use a
0: headless Chrome driver or something, because I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's, like, 90% JavaScript. Sorry, what?
1: I think it would be fun if we hosted a little, like, hackathon. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of neat. Sure. Where we give everybody, like, a Linode for a day. Like, we find some kind of funding or sponsorship, or we just I'm pay it. I'm sure Linode
2: would, be jump, would, would help us with that.
1: And But the point of it is to just make the most, like, fun thing that you can over the course of, like, I don't know, four hours or something. Like, I don't want to waste, like, a whole fucking weekend for people, but just something to, like, bring people together to code. And it's like, what's the most fun thing you can do in four hours a with, <laughs> with a team of four people? Obviously, Brent's gonna work on fucking Dominoes from the command line.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah! I personally fucking bullshit.
1: I personally really feel like we need a website to evaluate Mm. the quality of echoes in national parks. (laughs) I'm sorry, like a Yelp for Yelps.
2: Hard pass. I mean, so
1: like a literal Yelp review. Yeah, I want to. I want to know where can I go yell and hear myself clearly.
2: Oh my A literal yell. <laughs> for so you. Dumb.
0: nice.
2: I
1: like it.
0: Let's do that. How would you? People you like would use that? it. Though. How would you
1: review? How would you review it? They might
0: it? use it, it. I'd use it. Would you? Because you, then you'd have to learn like audio processing libraries and stuff like that.
1: Went to the no you no no what do you mean no you wouldn't it it's not no, you'd it's you'd crowdsource true. it. You'd have yeah. People okay. log in and say and like, oh, I went, all their favorite. You know, yell. I was in the Grand Canyon. I walked down ramp B twenty six paces. Oh my god! My stride is approximately <laughs> three and a half feet. I yelled to the west, <laughs> and it was like God talking back to me. Could, you know, like that's
0: the kind yeah, of hey. You could use the that. Google Maps API so they could pinpoint exactly where they were. Yeah,
2: yeah you go. So We should do that. Absolutely. <laughs> so Come to us for your yell.com <laughs> uh. So instead of yelp.com it would be dot uh, Yeah, yeah. And buy that <laughs> buy that domain right now so that you
1: now, know. I may or may not have come up with that idea with some friends on a road trip <laughs> to a bunch of <laughs> <before. so> dumb.
2: <laughs> It's pretty dumb. It's fun. It's fun. I'm behind it's fun. it. I, it's fun but dumb. Fun but dumb. Some of the dumbest right, ideas I mean, are,
1: honestly. You could probably do it in four hours with like Ango.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And a, a team. Yeah. What would you what would you write?
2: A calculator. <laughs> oh, no. The calculator. A oh, a calculator. calculator. A, a calculator. Calculator.com. Right. A calculator. Or absolutely.
0: instead of like base 10, maybe base hoops, dick?
2: It, it, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, all the digits on the keypad are just little pictures of dicks making up the number. <laughs> so, like,
0: the number two is just two dicks, and like the number five is five dicks on the button.
2: Is that what you're I was thinking maybe like, like the digital it's numbers. In Braille, so it's, just a, it's just penis ads that you're rubbing when you to figure out what it is.
0: I wonder what the Braille word for penis is. I wonder what that looks uh, like. I don't know.
2: I don't know. What the Braille word is? Yeah. <laughs> it's still just penis. No, I <laughs>
1: just Like, I wonder
0: what it looks like.
1: The dots. I'll, I'll do look it guys, up for you. Hold on. Okay. you guys
0: remember Robin Hood Men in Tights
2: and the dudes? The I bathroom? actually
0: just rewatched that, like, and, two days ago. It's free on YouTube
2: movies. Up, and he's, he's reading the Braille version of Playboy yeah. or whatever it is. And he's like, I feel it, entri- Drew.
1: <laughs> I don't know. What was that fucking movie you told me to watch?
0: Good, Bad, and the Ugly. We referenced yes. oh, yeah, that at the episode, that. too. Y-
2: yes.
1: It doesn't look like a penis. Yeah, that's well, disappointing.
2: I would hope that it doesn't. Yeah. Could you imagine being blind and just rubbing your hand? Like, oh my god, that's a penis. <laughs> well, I mean, Braille isn't
0: like hieroglyphics, you know? Yeah, right, right. that's what I'm saying. But so that's why you're like, I
1: wonder if it looks like a penis. Like,
0: I didn't say that, I don't think. I think I was just curious as to what it looked like.
2: Yeah, you said... I wonder what it looks like. And Jay Don was like, "I bet it looks like a penis." Oh,
0: yeah, no, no, I did not.
2: You know, I you could that. looking at it, you could maybe do that
0: with like very tiny little penis embossments.
1: <laughs> I think you guys were overthinking it.
0: Yeah, I what if there this. was a braille font where every so dot much. was just penis?
2: Oh my god! Oh, that's it, huh? Wow, that's that's weird.
0: Yeah. Jathan's spamming Dixon and the trusted channel in,
2: in Braille now. <laughs> oh my God. It's the
1: calculator. The calculator. calculator. <laughs> the,
2: calculator. <laughs> <laughs> the fun you're missing by right not being in our Discord. Did I mention uh, we have a Discord? my god.
0: Yeah. So, systemministervia.com slash so, contact Octothorpe Discord, and you should be able to get there. Jathan, what are you drinking? yeah oh yeah yeah what are you guys drinking
1: i already told
2: you oh yeah yeah the uh youngling the yingling yeah yingling from a mysterious source did you say youngling i don't know what i said i have water okay i i have have an algae bottle full of water i have i have to drink more i'm bad at it so
0: so i'm i with the wife i'm doing this aip thing this autoimmune (laughs) protocol whatever oh lord because she wanted to do it, you know, and I was what like, is, all right, that's auto, what they are solidarity. What is, do it with you.
2: What is autoimmune protocol? What is that? It's a diet
0: where you cut out all the fun things.
2: So hell. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> it's not that bad. Like we've been, I mean, I prefer my
2: chocolate cake, cake. I can at least uh, adorning a salad. Right.
0: I mean, I can at least eat like meats and stuff during it, but
2: it's so it hasn't,
0: okay.
1: it hasn't been all that bad,
2: but what happened to Soylent? I, I actually, haven't I was done gonna, that for
1: like two years. I was going to tell Brent I'm on a diet right now. Yep. So, and uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of Soylent for lunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's super convenient yeah, yeah. It's pretty filling. It
0: is. Yeah. I was I was surprised how filling it is. But There's an adjustment period when
1: you first start. Yeah. Like your stomach. It's not happy it about walk. it. No. Yeah, right. But I, it was about three or four days, and then I was fine. Yep.
0: That's about how long it took. For
1: and me. I don't do it every day. but And I did try the powder, finally. I don't like the powder. I always get you the... You know, they just came out with a new version. It's really not bad. Really? I don't think so, do but it. I got uh, I got a USB rechargeable milk frother. Oh, milk. Probably and that's what I, I use. Yeah. That exactly, it gets pretty smooth. Huh,
0: that's fair. fair enough. Yeah. So, so point being, milk. I back to this AIP thing. So I'm on the tail end of it. I mm-hmm. actually just started eating cheese like three days ago, but I'm not at the point where I'm allowed to drink alcohol yet. So I'm drinking coconut water and a black tea.
1: I really Cocoa hope nothing. that a drone just strikes my fucking apartment right now. <laughs> Why?
2: Because
1: <laughs> that's how you just made me feel. Coconut no. water. No. Coconut water. What the no. fuck? No.
2: Dude, what it's delicious. Wait, What What drone, first of all? You think you're special enough to warrant a single drone for you? Yeah, th-
0: that shit costs like billions of dollars. to.
2: Not billions. That's not billions. Well, all right. Maybe, maybe I mean, a couple trillions. hundred million. Trillions, come on. Oh, oh, it's, it's trillions. trillions, come on. To buy <laughs> the, to buy the a
0: bomb. Hacker? I feel
1: like the government Stop would be happy bomb. to do that. What?
0: I don't think you're a target. I think you're all right.
2: I'm a high profile. High
0: I would like profile. to point
2: out that we are 40 minutes into the raw, yeah, and we, we haven't, haven't even
0: gotten to the got topic, topic
2: yet. Yet. and we're not even on the we topic. Had we, topic we had a lot. We had a lot. We had a lot to catch up on. Yes, we did. Yes, we did.
0: Absolutely. What was the about? Gonna... Right, dip coconut water. It's delicious. It, it's not that hipster, I don't think, because it's it, it's more so just okay. Asian, Vietnamese kind of a
2: thing. Are you ready for my membranous tip? Yes.
0: Yeah, I think we're ready for your tip, baby.
2: I have a smooth, slender tip. hmm Okay, so, you know, we're all familiar with the SolarWinds hack. Yeah. SolarWinds apparently had, I don't know, like 30 vulnerabilities. Something like that. And if you're not, SolarWinds, pause the no. podcast now. Just
0: Google it yeah. on, like, Google News or something. You'll find plenty yeah. of articles about plenty, it.
2: Plenty. Plenty about it. So, you think maybe, like, the federal government wouldn't use SolarWinds, but apparently the Department of Energy was like, fuck that, we're gonna, and then they got hacked. And the Department of Energy was hacked. And the Nuclear National Nuclear Security Administration, FERC, which is something that I'm familiar with, also was hacked. That's the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. And there were other departments as well, including the Sandia and Los Alamos labs related to FERC. It was malware, you know, that was loaded on there. It says Russian hackers were believed to be behind the attack. But, yeah, just don't use solar winds and you'll be fine. That's it. Yeah. You know, that's really it. Yep. And I have a funny story I wanted to tell you guys.
0: Is it about the uh, GameStop stock?
2: We bought some GameStop stock. Did but, you really? Uh, did I guess yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well no, that's not the funny story want oh, okay. to tell you, but we did buy some.
0: Yeah. And, you got you're breaking it in. Did you sell yet? Or are you hold no, it? No, right we're
2: holding we're holding right now. Cool. No, I, I we got a ticket in the other day. Yep. One of our clusters. We have a, a SAS cluster, which is uh An analytics kind of software.
0: Every time you say that, I always think S-A-A-S, like software as a service, but that's not what you're talking about. No, I'm thinking like SAS
2: hard drive. Yeah. 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 It's neither. It's weird. It's weird. So they have a support contract and the support contract said, well, I'll tell you what they said in a minute. So they said, hey, we're having an issue with our file system being full, but we have plenty of space left over. And we're like, well, that's clearly inodes. We'll Mm -hmm. figure it out in a few minutes. And so I didn't work on this directly, but I was doing some other things, but I was... Told about it afterwards, and apparently they had four terabytes of log files. Wow. And four they million. Not heard of files. log rotate. Well, apparently the SAS support that they work with said, hey, just enable this for both logging, and then never turned it off again. <laughs>
0: yeah, but like log rotate is a thing, though. Like that's.
2: I know. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. I, okay. I, I, they don't have log rotate on. Yeah, those, that's very
1: quickly apparent.
2: They filled up four terabytes worth of log files.
1: Dude, I feel like Nginx could do that with the bug I, turned on.
2: And uh, I just, yeah. you know, I was, I mean, like, surprised. It a little bit, but yeah. Apparently, these guys are just not good Linux admins. No. Which is good for us because, you know, hey, <laughs> we get to make fun of them later. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I but guess, not, but, I mean, like, you still you know, have to Jesus, deal with them, like, right? Right. So. Oh, right. No, this, this is the same team that told us that they were having problems with a web server uh-huh. and they wanted us to install Firefox on a headless server um, to diagnose a web server issue. That's
0: a no. I mean, that's yeah. what curl and links are for. Links if you're desperate. Yeah.
2: Well, no, it's just make sure apache is running, not, you know. Well, yeah,
0: that. But like if if, if there's like
2: like if it but runs the, a reverse proxy
0: was, for instance, you, you he was, still, you know.
2: I guess. I guess. And he told the head put ops guy, "Don't tell me don't support this. Just do it." You
0: ended up installing <laughs> Firefox? No, oh, absolutely oh, 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 oh.
2: not. But oh. he, didn't, he didn't want us to to troubleshoot. And he just wanted us to do it. And It's like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> so anyway, that was, you know, that was fun and exciting to talk about there and deal with that. And then, yeah, they had their inos back. They're like, hey, it's working again. And we're like, yeah, there you go. Great. Turn off that logging feature and have a nice day.
1: Hello, my name is Peyton and I am riveting. Wow, I, I am riveting in front
2: of brunt. your, you know... Your talks, okay. Oh, Anyways, so let's let's
1: cut <laughs> into the topic because
0: we've spent so much time—forty-four minutes.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was a long time.
2: That's
0: fine. Okay, It's fine. It's so big. it's fine. Everything's gonna be okay. It's it'll be fine. Great. So fine. I wanted to Great. start with mm-hmm. you know let's talk about like password shadow and chon. Okay. All right. Number one, how do you guys pronounce chon? I I say chon.
2: I say chon chon chon. All right.
0: That's gonna chonies. But yeah, I say ch same thing. Well, kind of like, you can't really pronounce CH root, right? True. True. Well, that's a cigar. No, I say, no, I, say I actually root. say change root.
2: I, I actually okay. just say I just, I just say Yeah, I C-H-root. say CH root. So
0: then I I do that with CHO and CH mod.
1: You know, I was actually thinking about it the other day, about how much of, like, my Linux, like, how I say things, yeah. how I interact I'm with things is completely because of you. <laughs> Probably. Because the Etsy... Like, yeah,
0: right. Yeah. Yep. And VAR yeah. temp. Most people say like VAR TMP or something.
2: I say VAR temp. I mean, because that's what it is. Yeah, it's it temporary. is. Okay. You know, VAR temp. But back to the topic. So let's Great start
0: topic. with the user aspect of it. Not the, the access part. The user part.
2: The user. Okay. Long ago. And a land long far, ago. far away. Long, long <laughs> time ago. What part of the Unix Eon is it? Uh, I
0: Probably <laughs> up to <laughs> Unix 3. If okay. I had to guess. I forget where I was starting with that.
2: Oh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa,
0: Right, 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 right. Password. The password file. Okay. So long ago, you your nix like system, Unix, Sys three, mm-hmm. I think, is is when, uh, maybe later, maybe Sys five, would have an Etsy password slash etc slash p a s s w d that had a. I mean, they call it a database, but really, it's a colon delimited delimited file. Each new right. line separating entries. Like a CSV, but with colons instead of commas.
1: Easily parsed with cut. Very easily
0: parsed, yeah. Or awk, if that's your, your flavor du jour or whatever.
1: Mm, use cut. Fuck off.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You can you can do multiple fields with awk, though. I'm going to stop interrupting for a moment. Yeah. Thank you.
1: But I'll interrupt again in two so
0: minutes. It, <laughs> so in this file, if you're curious to see the exact details, you can do man5password. And it'll give you the exact fields, you know, login name, optional encrypted password, so on and so forth. But modern days, it's bullshit to keep your password in the password file. I know it's right. counterintuitive. It's there for legacy reasons and for interoperability reasons. Because now, users, any non root user can see, or any regular user, I should say, because system users, you don't really want that capability all the time. But whatever. You can give access to that user to let them know what other users exist on this system without giving them access to that password. So the way you do that is in the password file, the password field would be blanked. Well, not blank. I would mean, be like an asterisk or an exclamation point. And they mean different things. The man page, again, for that file will tell you the, the exact indications of those. But you essentially leave the password out of that file, and then there'd be a separate file only root has access to called the shadow file, and that uses the shadow add on for this Unix authentication system, and in that you would actually have the encrypted password. Uh, encrypted is a wrong way. A uh, salted and hashed password. I was pulling a there. Yeah, I was gonna. There.
2: I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, it's salted and hashed rather. It's it's a one-way A64 operation. A sixty-four encryption. No, it's, <laughs> you don't
1: start that again. It's, it's a
0: one. A it's a one-way operation. It's a direct salt and hash, and then it compares when you attempt to log in. For instance, it takes the plain text password you give it. It looks up that entry in the shadow password, finds the salt, applies the salt, hashes it. I think actually it hashes it, then adds the salt, then hashes it again. I, it depends on the scheme. Depends on the. When does it the add project. the pepper? It it does not add the pepper. But Jeez. peppering is a thing, by the way. But it, I, know, it, I know. I know. It's a little pointless if your algorithm's strong enough. But anyways, mm-hmm. yeah. So you have this thing, applies the salt, and then it takes that value and applies it to what is in the shadow file, and if they match, that means you've got the correct password. And now you also understand, as a side note, why things like the SHA-1 collision was were a very big deal, you know? Because that would affect how it would result in that password. Now, thankfully, it does multiple rounds, so, you know, yeah. but all that to say, it goes through this hashing and salting process, it compares that value to what is in the shadow file, if you're really good with, like, Python's hashlib or passlib, passlib library. I mean, hell, you could even do it in Bash. It'd be super painful, but you could. You can actually manually change a user's password and retain that salted hash in the shadow file. So it is useful. You don't always have to use the password P-A-S-S-W-D program to change a user's password. I've done it multiple times. It's great for rescue situations. Just fire up a Python shell and copy it over. So that being said... You then have the option to, not the option, it's required to assign a user ID and a group ID. And that is in the password file. The user ID and group ID are essentially what the machine understands for that user. You know, it translates those dynamically when you run like an ls-l. It translates those yeah. dynamically to the user name and the group name. But the machine doesn't use those. It uses the actual UID and GID. They're numerical. It is very highly recommended to keep those unique. But
1: which is why yes. quick note, you could have, let's say you have a user payden mm-hmm. and you know, home payden belongs to that user and then delete the user but not the home directory. Right. It will just show, you know, let's say his UID was one thousand one. Yep. It won't say payden anymore. When you do, like, an ls-l, it'll just have 1,001. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Now, of course, this does get a little bit tricky if you've got something like LDAP auth tied into PAM or something. Mm -hmm. Because then typically what happens in those cases is your machine keeps a local cache of LDAP users that have logged in and things like that. And that gets a little bit tricky because then it might still show the, the username, so on and so forth. But... You know, long story short, just remember that is a cache thing. And if you use a proper authentication hook, like SSSD, highly recommend. Yes, highly. Then it should clean up after like a user deletion or things like that. But some of the more legacy implementations might not do that. So do keep that in mind. But back to UID and GID. And these things are actually tracked in TAR. So if you make a a TAR ball, you can retain user ownerships. And the interesting thing about TAR is it can also store a username associated with that UID. So if you have a username on the same system, I don't know if you guys knew this. If you have like two machines, one is UID 5, that's a very un- that's you know typically a very unrealistic UID for an actual user, typically it's start with 1000 or something like that.
2: 100 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right? yeah,
0: yeah. Usually not 100, usually it's a 1000 on newer systems or like 800 or 900 pretty high up there i think the mac it maxes yeah, yeah it yeah. maxes out at like sixty five thousand five hundred thirty six, i believe so, yeah but you know yeah, it, yeah. It, we'll go with five for simplicity so uid5 gid5 username is bob group name is bob right on this other machine that you copy this tarball to that you created on machine a on machine b you have a username bob you have a group name bob but they're uid6 and gid6 right if you untar that on machine b it will translate it to UID six and GID six. It's the coolest thing. If there's a matching username and group name on the local system you're untarring a, a system for, it'll alter it. If not, it'll That's just you know treat it as that original UID GID. So do keep that in yeah, mind. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say it's cool, but it can if trip it works you up. the way you yeah. want it to, but it can also right. kind of fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Kind of blows. Is it a bug? Is it a feature? Sort of things. You know. Yeah. It's both and. So, you know, do keep that in mind. Know that that will happen.
1: Also, rsync a will mm-hmm. copy UIDs, not usernames. Right.
0: Yeah. So you may need to clean up after that if you don't have matching user mappings on the target machine. That's right. a good point. Thanks for bringing that
2: up. Yeah. Good point, Jiton.
0: Yeah. So do keep that in mind. There are hangups, but, you know, a, a simple recursive chown should handle that fine. Now, onto chown itself, do you guys. I, I'm curious about this. Do you guys use, when you specify both a user and group, or I guess just a group, whatever, in chown commands, number one, do you use chown for changing a group? Or do you use CH yes. group?
1: No, yeah. I, honest to God, until I was doing my Red Hat certification, I forgot change group existed.
0: I never use it. I use the all. Yeah, I just That's, use I've, with I've a fucking reason. colon. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah.
1: Peter, do you use a colon or a period? Colon.
0: I use a colon, too.
1: I've never seen anybody use a period. I they, know you can, but I've never seen anyone use, I've a period. tend to use periods. The period,
0: but yeah, the I older hats tend to use periods, like the real oh, old we got guys, like the, you'll see them use periods a lot, In more agnostic well, weird, documentation so. for like Unix Solaris, like Solaris stuff and Linux. You'll typically see periods, but you can use both, at least in Linux. I'm not 100 sure on the Unices, but on, on I don't both, know about Unix either. Yeah, on, on the on the Linux side of things, you can use a colon or period to separate the username and group. Or right. the UID and GID. Did you guys know you can use the UIDs? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's interchangeable. Yeah, it is. It is interchangeable for CHO, at least. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Right. The other thing to be
1: aware of is NFS is another yeah. thing to bring up here because let's say Brent and I connect to an NFS share, both from our own laptops, and I'm user, like my UID is 1,000 on my laptop and his UID is 1,000 on his laptop, <laughs> which dollars to donuts, I bet that's actually the case. Yes,
0: it is. Doxing myself. We didn't.
1: would not have proper permissions between us using an NFS share because well, it dangers. works on yeah. UIDs. Yeah.
0: So if that NFS share happened, if that was like his NFS home dir, and I happened to have the same sort of auth, I would essentially be able to overwrite everything in his home dir
1: because <laughs> yes. our UID. Well, it also means that if somebody has root on a machine and they can exactly. change their UID... Yeah. NFS basically isn't viable from a security perspective. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now NFS before does have some niceties added to that, but it's still not by default. Yeah, not by default, and it's I mean it's still there as a risk. So. so just keep in mind, NFS is great for read-only stuff. If you run a 100 mm-hmm. Unix environment and you want read-only stuff, it's great. NFS ports yeah. are great for that. Yep.
1: Well, but, it can be fine for others too. It's just entirely dependent on. How isolated is your NFS yep. share and your network? Yeah, and like, if you manage the entire like a closed mm-hmm. ecosystem, like a compute cluster, you can do it.
0: And if you have LDAP auth for all users except root, which is what SSC does by default for your entire network, that's a great use for NFS. Yeah, you should
2: open it to the internet. Just have don't do that. It, have don't don't like listen that.
0: to Payton. Don't don't ever do that. Yeah, d-
1: using NFS over the internet period is a stupid fucking idea. Yeah,
0: unless you've got like some kind of VPN in place, but. Even then, no, method, it's,
1: still stupid. Stupid. it's
0: still stupid. It's still stupid. You're verging on less stupid then, but it's still stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, okay. moving on <laughs> from that, if moving you're on. using a read only thing and you don't want to worry about security, rsync is actually a, a good alternative to that. It's faster. You don't have to worry about locking issues, mm-hmm. even for mounting, because you don't need to mount it, right? And right. Uh, it's a lot easier to, like, you guys know you can set up rsync shares, right? Like, persistent rsync read only stuff.
1: Yeah I have no I, I mean before. I'd argue if you're going to go to that length, just use SSHFS which is well rough, the nice the
0: next thing about rsync shares is you don't need to set up auth at all if it's a read only. And that's actually if exactly what it. I have yeah if you want. That's actually exactly yeah. what I have for System systemministrivia. rsync.systemministrivia.com
1: just people don't even know that exists man. What? Nobody even knows that exists.
0: Well, they, well I wrote a blog post on it. It's in our how-to he, section. You wrote a blog it's there. But from there, if you, you can website. fetch all of our, our show notes, you can fetch our episode media, you can get just about all it. You can get our POCO GTFO mirror from there. I think you can get, what else can you get? I think I have like one or two other mirrors there. But yeah, you can you can get a lot of Probably stuff a picture from of our sync. So if you would rather not use a podcast client and just use like DLC playlists or something, feel free to load it up.
1: Or if you wanted to mirror our entire... Or if
0: you wanted to mirror for us, yeah. To, please yeah. let us know so we can give you props and link people to your mirror as well.
2: We will absolutely do that, a thousand percent. But
0: yeah, so it's that is an option too.
2: But... Unlike the shitty website that mirrored us at one time.
0: Yeah, Ugh. that was some bullshit. So, going back on top. So that's mm-hmm. the basics of UID, GID concepts. Now, adding on to that, each user in Linux and Unix likes has something called a primary gid which is essentially the primary group you belong to 9 times out of 10 at least on modern linux systems it's going to be the same as your username when you create a new user it creates a new group with the same name and that's your primary group but you don't have to by do default. that by default yeah but you don't, you don't have, have, to. have to do that you can have and yep yeah.
1: well not all configuration management does that by default either
0: <laughs> yeah yeah sometimes you do have to do that manually pain in the butt but You know, it's and it's not always required, you know, like if you have a like a jump box and you know that only people in a certain department will be logging into that, you can make them all a group of like, say, staff and have that be their primary group. And things tend to work out a lot better because when we talk about UMasks in a second, you'll be able to make sharing files between accounts much, much easier. Now, I did before when before we moved on, I wanted to talk about what happens when you set the same UID to multiple users. Have you guys ever tried oh, yes. this? Uh-huh.
2: Well, you can do... I did talk about that mm-hmm. as a tip one time.
0: Yeah. It's essentially... It's used to share
2: a, a home directory or whatever.
0: You, I, I mean, you could do that. But, I mean, it's more than just sharing a home dir at that point. Essentially, you just sure. create an alias user. That's it. Because everything else is the same. The same access levels, everything. Especially if you set the same primary GID, too. So,
2: right. you have... you can,
0: Don't ever do this. But... For as a mental experiment, you can have a root user, someone who has all root access, under the username Bob. You can user add mm-hmm. Bob and then set the UID to zero, the primary GID to zero. And you now have a second root user, but with a different username and a different password. You can set a different yeah. password for this as well. So that can be handy if you're insane, <laughs> but I would recommend using sudo because sudo is actually designed for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or sudo, excuse me. I always call it sudo. So do I. Yeah, because it's supposed to be su do switch user do, but I never I never remember. Or super user do I think actually. No switch user do because it's based on su. All right. Anyways, moving on. So that's the interesting stuff about UIDs and GIDs and that kind of stuff, and specifically the password
1: system, the shadow system. So what's a legit use of duplicate UIDs? Hmm. Because I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I've experimented with it just to see how it behaves and stuff like that, as I think we all have in some capacity. But I can't think of a possible actual use case that you couldn't achieve in a better way. I do struggle thinking of a valid use
0: case for those when we have so many other options.
1: Well, like ACLs, if you're talking about permissions. Pseudo. Right. Right.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, and like even just group memberships and UMasks alone, or sticky bits on directories
1: and stuff like that. Right, there's so many things you could do. There's a
0: lot of options there that are not absolutely insane, like duplicate UIDs are. But, right. you know, right. I, I guess if, like, everything else doesn't work, it is an option. It's a dumb option, but it's an option. We're not here to tell you how to, you know, how to run your system. We're just telling you what not to do if it'll break. That'll make a break, so. Yeah. Yeah. So don't do it, but you can do it if you're dumb. So... <laughs>
1: Jesus so that God. being said
0: i wanted to move a little bit towards the ch mod aspect of running a system specifically what permissions are the standard unix permission set and this isn't like extended attributes this isn't like the acl system which are totally different and i think could warrant their own episode because they are a lot more complex but this is the standard modal system the permission system in, in unix likes. you may notice that when you do an ls-l on a directory or on a file directly, whatever. You're gonna see an RWX, RWX, yada yada yada. And some minus symbols. You might see a D in front if it's a directory. That's you can ignore that. That's not part of the permission set. That's part of the OS, part of the stat yeah. of that object. But the rest of it, the RWX stuff.
1: You might also see other letters in front. You of it.
0: might also see other letters, yep, yeah, but we'll talk about that in just a hair of a second here. But the RWX stuff represents the standard permission set. That's read, write, execute. And it is what is that? Little Endian? When the most significant Uh, is rightmost? That's little Endian. I have no idea, man. I think that's little Endian. Yeah, so if you see octals when you see permissions written in numbers that's called an octal. Because it's a base 8 system. And if you've ever counted in big Endian yeah, big Endian, I think. it's Big Endian versus little Endian. Okay, so in big Endian, if you count binary you start with the 0, right? And then you go to one, and then you go zero, one, and that's big in binary, and then so on and so forth, right? Like we all know how to count in binary, right?
1: Right. Yes. Okay. Unfortunately.
0: So, <laughs> so when you count in yeah, octal, unfortunately, it's like that, but instead of going up two maximum counts or zero to one, that's two counts, you go up to eight, so that's zero through seven, and then obviously a, a hex, a hexadecimal would be, you know. 16 counts going up to f but we're, we're sticking to octo here so it's half that zero to seven eight total placements or eight levels if you want to think about it like that only instead of going left to right it's right to left for most significant so you start with the global permission set that's mm-hmm. everyone that isn't the owner or group and zero through seven you know specifically that is zero is no access a one is only execute Two is only write, and then four is read-only. And the nice thing about octals is you get a whole lot of different... This is why it's commonly used in, like... If you ever set up an old, like, Doom 1 or Doom 2 server, Mm -hmm. it uses an octal system. It's technically a binary system, and so is this. But it's it's in octal format. Because each digit is unique. So, like, if you add a one and two, you get three, right? And that's write and execute. And that's exactly what 3 is in the octal permission system. This is a little bit hard to explain without a chart. If you look at a chart, it makes a lot more sense. But, so since 3 isn't a basic number there, it's not a 1, it's not a 2, it's not a 4, 3 is its own thing, which is a combination of other two things. And likewise, <laughs> I know, I know, it. it, it, it it's, it's, it's so hard confusing. to explain this. A sometimes. number
1: derived from other numbers? I've never heard of this before. All right, <laughs> listen, sir.
0: I get what you're yeah, saying yeah, I yeah.
1: mean I and I think some people hate. Yeah,
0: I don't know how to put it best into words, but if I'll link to like some further documentation so you can read it, you can see a chart on it so you understand, oh that makes a lot more sense. But yeah, it, it has a lot to do with like bit math and that's why it gets really hard to, to explain verbally. But so 3 is a combination of 1 and 2. You know, because Right, right. And in, in both the number, <laughs> I know, I know, in both the number and in the permission set. Likewise with five. What do you think five is? Guys. Three, what kind of are you asking me? One and two? I don't know. Well, no. One <laughs> and two would be three. Right. How can you get five? If you have one through four, how do you make five from that? Four and one? You, And that's exactly what it is. The five in octal permissions is read and execute. <gasps> one is execute, right. four is read, right? right. right? Right, so right, it, it right. makes a lot more sense when you know the levels. Six is read and write, obviously, because that's four and two. Sure. Seven sure. is full permissions, because that's one right. plus two plus four.
2: Right, right. Right? Right. Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I, I know. I, I, yeah. You get what I'm, I'm saying? Sorry. It's making a yeah. little sense?
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, yeah.
2: No,
0: I, I totally get so it. So each yeah. placement has zero through seven possible levels, right? And then mm-hmm. you can combine these with us to make to be a certain number, a certain single digit number between zero and seven. And that designates right. the permission level for that segment. So on the last, we have other. That's everyone on the system not explicitly designed as covered by user group, right? Right. And then we have groups. You know, as it filters down, we mm-hmm. have groups. Again, zero through I seven. I give that
2: seven through everything. No.
0: Well, that's, <laughs> that's safe-ish, depending on what the content is. Not, not really. Just as long as you don't <laughs> give yeah. others seven. No, I give other stuff. No, don't two. do that.
2: <laughs> no, I, absolutely.
0: <laughs> don't don't do that unless that's explicitly what you want. It is. Oh well, that's insane.
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Okay, so and then totally and they group, and then lastly, for the normal permission set, you have the user. So if a file is user is owned, vsho, by Bob, group Bob, that means and it has permission set seven five zero, which is an ideal permission set for a directory. Mm-hmm. That means Bob I has disagree. I would say it's it's good for a directory Bob has full permission. Bob the user Has full, full permission to that Directory or file or whatever it is Anyone in the Bob group can Read that content but they Can't write it or if it's A right. file they can't they can read it and they can Execute it but they can't change it And then if they're not in if they're not the user Bob if they're not in the Bob group They can't do anything with it they can't even see it If it's a directory they can't even list it they can't even list its contents. So, worth noting, in the exec- the execute bit, the one in the Octal system has a different mm-hmm. purpose for files and directories. Directories right. means you can traverse into it, not necessarily list it, that's the read attribute, but you can traverse into it. If you have access to mm-hmm. a file underneath that directory, you can get to that directory, that file through that directory. That's what the the one means, and files right. that means you can execute it, meaning it is something that can be run. This gets a little bit wonky with pipe with like script files because they're interpreted. So like if it's bash, the depending part is on the bash binary, not the script itself. If the script itself is executable, it'll read the shebang and invoke it. It's some bullshit. But just keep in mind, just keep in mind that primarily the interpret for scripts, the interpreter's permissions is what matters. Not so much the script because you can call up the, the interpreter directly with the script as an argument, for instance. So just keep that in mind. And then the last bit when it comes to the permission set is the really funky shit. That's like the sticky bit or the S-U-I-D, no. S-G-I-D. Oh,
2: listen, oh, that always confused the heck out of me. Yeah. I was like Yeah. What? So Explain it because Okay.
1: So I wanna look this up so I can actually I honestly recommend just using it.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. For sure. Use it. But it's there are differences a lot easier to there are differences in Linux versus Unix for the sticky bit, for instance. So that is in the leftmost if you see four octal numbers, it's the leftmost one. It's Right. The least significant
2: after use. Like a zero or yeah, zero
0: uh, is default. You know. Yeah. You know, it's just the normal operating mode. A shit. A one is a sticky bit, I think. J-Thon?
1: one is sticky bit. Two is set GID. Yeah. Three, I have no. I think I. That'd be. St- I've only ever oh, used. Three would one be
2: use a sticky yeah. and set it's UID. St-
1: oh, and set set so four. GID
2: set UID or GID
0: or UID, whatever the first one is. GID. I'm...
2: I'm gonna be. Sticky Bit and
0: G.I.D. I think is what three is. Okay. It's a combination one, j So four would be the next one, because it's the next...
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I and then after that would be... So... I don't honestly know how far it goes.
2: I don't think it goes seven. that far. Does it go to seven? Yeah. Does it
1: all go all the way to seven? Yeah. Jesus. I thought that it ended early because it ran out of things to need. I don't, <laughs> I don't think so, but...
0: It, I'd have to look it up. You know what? We'll link to it in the show notes. I know it's yeah. in the pink book, but I haven't really Clearly, we
1: books. know everything. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, that's
0: how little I have to use it, right? Because we have.
2: Well, I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, I had this on the LPIC test, and I'm completely drawing a blank on how many digits it goes up. And mm-hmm. I mean, it just... It, it's not something we use, you know? Yeah. So, like, yeah... Because we, we don't really Know need it or it. learn it or no. it, but you don't really need it in this day and age, mm. honestly.
0: Because we have things like
2: ACL. Right. Yeah, so. things like the ACL, and we also have things like Kerberos and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. LDAP and shit like that. So, yeah. I mean, okay, so it's, it's legacy style user administration, but you don't really need it. Go ahead. Right, right, right,
0: right. Here we go. Okay, I found it. Yeah, yeah. So I finally, you know what? I'm just gonna link this image to you. Uh, link it, link it,
2: link the image to us.
0: There you go. Hey, we
2: have a Discord, by the way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's slash contact I'm just gonna, Octor, I'm just gonna keep saying that
2: every time we bring it up.
0: Yeah. So one is the sticky bit. Yeah. It's two, zero, one, two is SGID, and SUID mm-hmm. is four. So four, it does go up to seven. One,
2: two, four.
0: Yeah. So it does go up to seven. Well, yeah. I mean, seven would be sticky bit plus SGID, SGID plus SUID. It follows the same octal pattern that the other ones As do. As the rest is, of all the other yeah, things. Yeah. It's just behavior rather than access, right? So to explain those in Linux. It handles sticky bits a little bit differently than Unix. I forget what how Unix handles it, but in Linux, a sticky bit on a file means jack shit.
2: Right, doesn't do anything. Yeah,
0: doesn't do anything on directories. It's a T. Yeah, plus T is, is chmod plus T mm-hmm. on directories. That's where you have it. You can have a directory. I actually have this set up for our system distribution server when we upload episodes. You can delete your own not No wonder it breaks all the time. No, no, no. But you can't delete another user's files. That's useful for shared like upload directories where users can delete their own files, but they cannot delete or change files from other users. They might be able to change it, but they won't be able to delete it.
2: I don't think... Yeah, I think they, they, it's only deleting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can do.
0: They can yeah. do. Now, SGID is typically useful for execution mm-hmm. or file creation if it's a directory, right? So SGID will set the... Effective group, the effective GID of the program that is run. So, for instance, if you want a program that for permission reasons has to run with like the Wireshark group, you would set its SGID to Wireshark, whatever yeah. the Wireshark UID is. Well, you would a group it as Wireshark and then set the SGID. And then SUID is the same concept only with the user part instead of the group part.
2: I believe the path has no meaning directories. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Oh. Oh. Yeah. For so SGID kind of fact, on directories, yeah. they in basically they inherit the the group ownership of the parent for directories. Right. So
2: like like staff, it would get the staff group ownership. Yeah.
0: It would it okay. would essentially or, automatically ch own to the staff group.
2: In our instance, it would get the ha- the hosts group ownership. Right. When we upload.
0: Yeah. So combined with SGID and sticky bit, it's actually pretty useful. For like, shared directories where everyone needs to be able to read everyone else's files, but you don't want them to delete each other's files. But
2: who's really sharing directories in this day and age?
0: You know, well, I mean, that's seriously. the thing. I mean, what does that a... mean? So, in our example, for the System and server, when you guys upload your episodes,
1: your RAWs... No, I'm just saying, what do you mean who's sharing directories? Lots of people.
0: Oh, 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 I see. Well, it's typically done on a more we private don't... basis now. Like, actual yeah. Direct... Yeah. Whole directories are owned by specific users. And then those are exported yeah. via, like, NFS or Samba or whatever, you know. There's an, an extra layer on top of that. You don't see a lot of local sharing across the same yeah. file system. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The local uh-huh. system. What are we yeah. talking about? SUID. Yeah, right. So, SUID. SUID. Mm-hmm. Really handy for running programs. I believe password is, is SUID, the password program. Actually, I can check that right now. LS-L. Which... Yeah, it is set as SUID, as root. And the reason that is, is because it's got logic inside it to determine who's invoking it, but it still needs to be able to change the shadow password. If it was set with like a regular s uh, 0750, for instance, mm-hmm. or actually in this case, a 0755, users would not be able to change their own passwords because they want to be able to modify the shadow file. Right? Right. So it needs that SUID. Now, granted, they... Anytime you have anything SUID, it doesn't work for scripts at all, by the way. You would need to set the interpreter SUID, which is dumb. Do not do that, ever. But, you know, for actual compiled programs that can't be altered with a simple text editor, (laughs) you want to make sure that you have logic in the program to determine the effective user ID and the effective group ID. And then compare that against the real user id and the real gid there are various system calls you can make to find out both of those sets of information make sure make sure you check to see which one it is because otherwise you're essentially giving people like root permission to do whatever this program does for any user on the system it's bad news bears so you know if you are writing programs for linux and and unix please keep that in mind to do your logic checks within the program itself do not rely on the systems permission system because permission yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I know. I love it. I love because, it.
2: Because,
0: you know, because things like sticky bits can, or, uh, SUIDs can be set. So, holy crap. I spent way too long on that. And I still feel like I, yeah, but that was a good, on
2: it, but that was good though. I mean, it was a good, you know, talk about it. It's...
0: Yeah. And you know, in the show notes, we'll also link to an octal calculator. So you can like see and calculator. Understand. Calculator. So you can see and understand or a calculator, I guess, if you want to design the, the buttons to be little penises. But so but that's so you can like see and understand the relationship between the letter permission system that you get like with an L S H L, so RWX, capital S, whatever. And then see how that translates into the octal permission. And vice versa. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very handy things to know because you get much you get a more accurate control with octals, but you get more, I don't know, you get more convenience and lack of verbosity with the letter specifications. Hmm. Because then you mm-hmm. can change one permission realm at a time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to decide it right. at time. You know, like you can say, remove group read only. Or remove, yeah, remove, remove group read access with the letter system. Can't really do that with the octal. You have to specify a whole new octal. So... Do keep that in mind, but...
1: But just learn the octal. Yeah, learn both. Yeah, I would say learn,
0: learn the octal. Absolutely. But yep. I, I don't ever use, like,
1: G plus... I don't either. W, but some people do. Yeah,
0: I don't either. It is okay. handy, but I personally don't use it. It is nice if you want to make atomic changes rather than apply the entire new octal. But,
1: yeah. Yeah, but if you just know what you want, you know? Exactly, yeah, and there's that too, so... Maybe there's less room for error, you could argue? I don't know. Yeah... Because you're Cause changing like you just know, yeah. You just know like G minus W. Like I'm removing group right. Yes.
2: Mm. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, oh. It's give and take. I would recommend learning octals though, because nine times that out of ten is pretty good to see octals. And if you learn the octal system, you're well. Learning. And you have to read them either way. You have to read it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you learn the octal system, you need to know it for if you're like changing permissions in Python, for instance. But you also will understand why chmod dash capital R seven 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 is a really fucking dumb idea don't do not that unless ever. you're running a web server what jay-thon, please <laughs> tell me you did not see hmod seven 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 recursive your entire oh, web web root oh yeah only absolutely. if i'm running wordpress don't
2: worry <sighs> oh gosh <sighs> wordpress oh, jaython that that, that makes me, me die
0: oh. a little inside i'm not gonna lie like that, me that a combination of, of like, oh, I only do it in running WordPress. I only wasn't it
1: you recently who sent a, a Red Hat solution that was like, oh, just change it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. it was like the accepted solution. Just use modern said. No, fuck you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's not a solution to anything. Uh, well,
2: I mean, it's a solution. It's just not. It does, right. it, it, it does something. It it does does a thing. It clearly
1: fixes the problem. It's a solution. It, it's, it's,
2: a, it's now We can't get UWSGI
1: works. and fucking CentOS eight, but hey. Now we understand it's because yeah. CentOS 8 is dead. But... Oh, by the way, for programs,
2: yes.
0: compiled programs, I don't think they need the read, they just need the execute to run. But for scripts, since you're running the interpreter, not the script, and it needs to read the script first to find out what interpreter to use if you're using the shebang, that yeah. needs to be read and execute. Yeah. Or just read if you're calling the interpreter directly.
1: But yeah. I mean, There's no real downside to just always giving it read and execute. Yeah, yeah
0: it doesn't hurt. Unless you're worried about people like reverse engineering your binary or something, but that's dumb.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like if those types of people are on your system anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: you got yeah, bigger problems. Like, like sudo. Or sudo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that sudo bug.
1: Jeez, oh, yeah. I can't fucking believe that. Yeah, don't do that. All
0: right, so we're now one hour and 24 minutes into the raw. Jathan, if I have.
1: Wait, what would do you do, man?
0: If I have 11 bananas. And I give you four oranges. How many pieces 17. of seventeen? How many pieces of fruit do you have? Sixty-five thousand.
1: You said tomatoes?
0: Uh, no, I said oranges, oranges oh. and bananas.
1: Fifteen.
0: Technically four or opals and because bananas. bananas, I believe, are a nut, not a fruit. No, they're not. Look it up. I'm, I'm almost
1: positive uh, they are. I remember. I when... thought they were a seed. Seed? Yeah, 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 yeah. A seed. I mean, lots of fruit are technically seeds, aren't they? I. I don't know. Wow. Why do you always spew this bullshit? <laughs> this is what takes us it, down all these bad paths. Oh, oh, oh. Anyway,
2: you have 15 pieces of fruit. Yeah. What's your 15 clams? Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes.
1: Well, I was going to talk about CentOS 6. Okay. Uh, okay. So we haven't talked about CentOS 6 for a long time oh, because yeah. it is end of life. Yes. But I believe there are still plenty of people using CentOS 6. They hate System D that much, too. It might be. Mm. I don't know
0: i
2: don't but get that A, but I digress.
1: Something that I have come to learn about is you can purchase extended support for a reasonable price, I would say, for CentOS 6 from a company which we've talked about before called Cloud Linux. Cool. I think we talked about them eh? anyway. They do something here.
0: let me yeah keep keep talking I'll search this the
1: show notes so basically I do think if you're using Red Hat proper you can also buy extended support from Red Hat although I'm sure it's expensive as hell and they're gonna push and if you you're using those. CentOS they don't care about you yeah so it turns out that you can basically get extended support from cloud Linux and what that looks like from what I can tell from their documentation I for what it's worth I have not used this myself mm-hmm. but it looks like basically they have a an installer of some sort, and you activate like a license key. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure it just adds a yum repository, and then you just yum install stuff like normal. Do they have uWSGI for CentOS? 8? <laughs> I have no idea.
0: <laughs>
1: but I did, you know, I looked page it up the other day. Like, like what does
0: page speed?
1: But they're you repu- yeah. they have to pay for the repositories. Oh, so. well, I'm surprised it's not my US or something. I know. But anyway, so yeah. So if you still have any lingering CentOS 6 systems, especially professionally where you might have some kind of liability or something, and you, you know, like the pseudo bug that just came out, I don't know the CVE number, but it it is absolutely something you should consider because I think that the price when I read it is like $6 a server, which, you know, if you have 100 servers, that might be a little pricey. $6 per server per month. Mm. Hmm. But if you're talking about like you know, 10, but it's, you know, 60 bucks a month for 10 servers to get patches for the next four or five months till you upgrade or get sued because, you know, you leak a bunch of customer data. I think it's a no-brainer, <laughs> most likely.
0: Okay, by the way, that's CVE for that pseudo sudo bug. That, you know, I'm just going to fucking call it pseudo. I knew this every time. Mm-hmm. cve two zero two
1: one three one five six. Okay, well, there you
0: have it. Also known as Baron Samdeet. Yeah, it's pretty much a... It's a reference to... That's a reference to the Goldeneye series. Isn't it like a buffer overflow? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, cool. it is. I think it's the command buffer overflow. Something like that. But yeah, it's 10 years yeah, old. I think you
1: literally can just pass like an infinite number of arguments and eventually it breaks. hmm mm-hmm. So there are workarounds for it also, which you could implement in CentOS six, I imagine. But... Not a proper patch. Mm-mm. And if you're running CentOS 6, you have other CVs to worry about. Like mm-hmm. I think there's already an open SSL one. Oh yeah. So just something to think about. You have an option. But also figure out your upgrade path and get the hell off CentOS 6 already. Yep. Yep.
0: They did I mean I presume a lot of people already are do have plans for migrations. They did shut down the CentOS 6 repositories. The Vault repositories. Yeah, you can Part still use them, the Vault. But you know yeah. it was a very manual fix. So well, you would know. Yeah. So
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, don't get started.
0: Yeah, just stop using 6. Easy right.
1: easy yeah. fix.
0: Stop using
2: Windows 98. And, you know
1: <laughs> And goddammit, Python 2.
0: And yeah, and get off Python 2, for fuck's sake. I'm sick of
1: Python 2 fan.
2: While you're at it, stop using XP.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just don't use Linux. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what next? You're gonna tell everyone to use FreeBSD or your FreeBSD fan? FreeBSD family? was the best tour? Oh my gosh, You saying he's torn. Nah, That's not bad advice, it's just not good. Yeah, it's contextual. Cool, very good tip. That's It's good to have those reminders. You mean good well, Oh, guys, I just found out about something First? the other day. It's a website that tracks end-of-life stuff. Oh. I can't remember the name of it. Hold on, let's see if I... Oh, yeah, <laughs> endoflife.date.
1: <laughs>
2: Easy enough to
0: remember. I don't know where to find cool. it. Yeah, I'll, I'll link to it in, in the general. That's
2: awesome. End of it's life su- life. yeah, it's super it's handy. It's it's
0: got like different technologies, different mm-hmm. Linux distros, Windows versions, all sorts of stuff. Hmm. Go is on there. J-Thon.
1: It's never end of life.
0: Where's it gonna go? I I see what you did there.
1: Actually, <laughs> go, go 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 one point thirteen go. and below are mm-hmm. EOL. I know Ooh. that's not the real song.
0: Interesting. You what?
1: I know that's not the real song.
0: Oh.
2: We, we know you know.
0: Yeah, but yeah, so there there are versions of GoLang that are end of life. So yeah, so it's really handy. I can imagine that it just expands more and more with more things. It's it's just a really nice thing. It's such a stupid simple idea and it's amazing that nobody's done it before. But we it's, need to come up with something like that. Yeah, I don't I don't know what we would do for that, but I mean it would be easy enough to do. All it is is just a database and a real simple web front end, you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it is very handy. It's good for whether you're a Linux admin, Windows admin, whatever.
1: General computer user.
0: General computer user, yeah. You know, I am surprised I don't see any General browsers computer. on
1: here.
2: Do browsers really go end of life? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. They definitely ask, go end of style. Ask, no, I mean,
0: ask any Firefox plugin developer, and they will tell you all about <laughs> what happened to the plugin store when, what was it, like 48? Uh, Firefox version 48 when end of life, or Firefox 3. Yeah, big uproar.
2: Oh man, I remember when Froyo came out. Holy cow. So, yeah,
0: Sorry. so that's... I'll link to that in the show notes as well. But yeah, as Jathan J- points out, CentOS 6 is definitely end of life. And you know what? CentOS 8 stream... Like, since stream is going to be the only way forward, it's not so bad for Prod. I... It's a little bit disappointing. It's still disappointing on Red Hat's part,
2: but I wish they hadn't done it.
0: But I wish they had done. I, mean, I wish they hadn't done it. But it's not the dramatic thing a lot of people are making it out to be. I think.
1: Well,
0: <sighs> depend. Of course, depending on how like Python or Python, Payton, Payton, Pay Payton and Jaden, Payton's <laughs> Payton's workplace would struggle with it because they have very tight. Uh, control uh, yes. sets in place for yes. software version changes.
2: Yes, but yeah. for, that's that's we're for most places.
0: But... You're probably fine because it is still tested. They do still test software, and it's not bleeding edge. It's not like art where it's you know the second upstream releases a new version, they pop it in. Mm-hmm. Right, there is some quality control there
2: still, but I can't imagine that you can't have some sort of.
1: Well, you can still pin things. Yeah.
2: Right. I can't imagine that you can't, you know, do that where you just, okay, this update. I mean, you were always able to. Yeah. Sure. 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 So, I mean, like, you know, if you want stream, I imagine there's a way to keep it where you can change the, keep control of the the, uh, packages available. I mean, you can, so you can have a month. -month You can easily set up a
0: static repository where you mirror it like once a year or whatever and essentially create your own releases. Or yeah, month. Yeah. Well, then I mean it's still so monthly at that point. But you can essentially create I, I, your right. own release system based on CentOS Stream. Right. But it's so much work. Maybe there's
1: our idea, man. Oh, that's All so right. much
0: storage space, though.
2: Well, really rich.
1: It. We are. <laughs> I'm not.
0: Did yeah. you get some
2: GameStop stock? Yeah. about?
0: Yeah. Maybe. Payton's holding, so he's not. He's got diamond hands, so he's not gonna. I, yeah. He's not gonna let I go of his.
2: Why did go with that? Yeah, so I mean, of that's, my one share it's possible <laughs>
0: and like if someone really wants to know how to do it I'll, I'll POC it or something but like I really would not be looking forward to doing that
1: yeah but what if we alright we'll talk about
0: it later okay. <laughs> fair enough so I think this is a good time to close it out because this has been such it a is. long episode oh my gosh thank you guys for sticking it with is. us welcome yeah. back to season 6 this has been Sism and Estremia I'm Brent
1: I'm, I'm Jonathan and I'm Peyton see you around Thank <laughs> you.